you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipikoski, and joining me today, he is a collegiate baseball player, a collegiate football player. So if you're counting, he plays two college sports, I play zero. He is a full-time Yankees fan, part-time Yankees, uh, part-time baseball watcher or viewer. Uh, and he claims that the Yankees are going to win it all this year. But he does that every year. Henry Fleckner, welcome back. Thanks for having me on, Michael. Yeah, anytime. So before we let Henry, you know, espouse, you know, his beliefs about why the Yankees are, you know, eventually going to win a championship this year, we have to talk about the biggest name in sports signing for just, and there's really no other way to say this, a shitload of money to the Los Angeles Dodgers and breaking every fan's heart except for those who live in LA. Um, well, actually, no, he did break the fans of LA because obviously the Angels play there. But Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers for seven hundred million dollars. But I mean, they're de- they deferred what six hundred eighty million of it or something like that until after he's done playing. So he's making two million dollars a year for the next ten years. So. It'll be meager livings for him. Maybe Otani and Brock Purdy will like buy an apartment together somewhere in between San Fran and LA because they're both making no money. But Henry, obviously, when this contract came out, you know the baseball world was expecting something like like this to happen. You know, what's your take? Obviously, Otani will he win a championship? A lot of questions. What are your thoughts? I mean, I was shocked when the news came out, if I'm being totally honest. Not necessarily about the team, but obviously the amount of money. I mean, yeah. anytime anytime you see someone signing for $700 million, I mean, that's something we've never seen, <laughs> at least in the American sports world. I mean, his um, contract is worth more than the Arizona Coyotes franchise. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, there you go. I mean, you know, before he decided to defer – uh, what, whatever it was, 680, 680 million. I mean, honestly, the Dodgers, what they are getting is they're getting a $30 million pitcher and a $40 million hitter. So yeah. he, he is, he is worth the money. Like he definitely 100% is worth the money. Um, obviously he won't be pitching this year with the Tommy John, but he's, he's going to do big things for the Dodgers. And obviously everyone's petrified of them now so yeah i mean why wouldn't you be i mean they literally have freddie freeman they have shoyo tani they all by the way they have mookie betts who you know has won the mvp like i don't know a few times they have clayton kershaw who you know besides his playoff performances you know continues to amaze us all with his 
you know, performances. They have Walker Bueller coming off of the IR. I mean, it's just they have this wealth of talent. And think about if they had kept Cody Bellinger, like how good they would be. Because, I mean, yeah. they even have Will Smith behind. I mean, they just have so many good players. You know, my number for Shohei, I think I said I would be comfortable paying him a billion dollars. But I think my realistic number was I was like 750 I mean, seriously, I don't understand how any team isn't looking at him and saying, well, listen, Shohei Otani is not only is he a great hitter, like not just a great hitter, he's an MVP hitter, right? like top five in the league every year consistently, but he's an amazing pitcher and he's going to do both of them for you. He's going to be one player on the roster filling up two positions, which is pretty special. You combine that he's still pretty young. He's got a lot of production left in his career. And, and then you have to factor in he is the biggest player in the world right now. And he's going to bring in an entire fan base from Japan to watch whatever team he's playing for, right? So, like, the Mets and the Red Sox, they have uh, Yoshida and Sanga, right? Mm-hmm. Two Japanese players. So they're going to get a lot. But Otani's the biggest name. Right? He literally is the captain of Team Japan. Like, there is a lot of viewership that they're going to start to get internationally from. So... The Dodgers view this as an investment. They've probably already accrued so much of that money back through in uh, like endorsement deals, like just other like people signing, wanting to be a part of the Dodgers, wanting to represent whatever. Like there are so many yep. things like put a little billboard up. So I don't think the Dodgers, I mean, they, they probably did. a. You know, they're like, listen, we'll win some chips. We're going to play so many, so many competitive games. And oh, by the way, we're going to have viewership numbers increase. Because everyone's going to want to watch Otani. They're going to be putting all these, you know, ESPN primetime games, right? Sunday Night Baseball. They're going to get all of that. Because who doesn't want to watch Shohei Otani? He's the most exhilarating player in the MLB. And you put him on a team with all these other great players. Like, there's no reason not to. So, the Dodgers obviously, you know, are poised for a championship. I'll say this. Otani's going to be there for 10 years. I think they'll get one. But... Dave Roberts is not a very good manager, and he almost blew the Otani signing himself. I mean, with what his comments said, which is why I was a little surprised to see him even go there. Um, and they always seem to have, you know, pitcher injuries and stuff like that. So I don't think they're going to win as many championships as people think, but I think they'll at least get one. Which um, I want Otani to win one. I mean, he's a great player. I don't want his career to end up like Mike Trout. How do you think this impacts the Dodgers as a team? I mean, what do you see, you know, happening next year with the Dodgers, Henry? Well, so, I mean, now it it is a little confusing what they're doing. They still have some holes. I don't think they have a very strong shortstop. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, who's their center field? I mean, they lost Trace Thompson. Um, He signed somewhere. I forget where he signed. But, you know, they do still have holes. They have some things they need to figure out. Dave Roberts came out and said that – uh, Mookie Betts will be playing second base every day for them, which was a very interesting move to me. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> that's that's certainly going to go over, you know, interestingly. I mean, absolutely. I don't know how that's going to play out. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, and I look, they're gonna they're gonna run the NL, they're gonna run the NL West. Yeah, I mean, they always do that. Keep up with them. Um, it's just about you know we've we've seen we've seen the playoffs have just been kind of hectic these last couple of years and right. you're not you're not hot i mean we saw what happened to the Braves. you know best team in the mlb this year and they had a five-day break before the playoffs and they folded. right i mean um, and you know the phillies were a good team 
Yeah. Um, also, the Phillies are a team every year who they're right, team. and and they're and again, and somehow they find their way back in front. And exactly, and I think for the Dodgers, it's kind of a question of okay, how do we just play better in the playoffs? I feel like Otani is definitely going to be different. I mean, he just he's such a good hitter. Uh, obviously, they also made the signing for Glasnow, and they got I think Margot. Right. Yep. And well, Margot, by the way, very underrated. Hey, I, w- I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I really. I really was not a fan of that that move by the Dodgers because I think Glasnow is super talented, but he he just doesn't pitch enough. I mean, he gets injured every right. single year, and I it's like I don't know how much he's going to give them. It's right, and, and so for me, I view that and I look at it and I say, you're just trying to improve in the playoffs, right? That's that's the whole goal. You're just trying to you know you you already know you're going to make the playoffs. There's no question about that. What are the chances Glasnow is healthy in the playoffs? Like probably pretty low and you lose a couple players who are going to be really good for Tampa Bay in about two years. I mean, they develop pitchers like nobody else. So when Tampa Bay is winning the NL East or the AL East in a year or two, again, we'll be saying, well, thanks LA for, you know, giving them two more studs. I mean, Pepio is going to be, or however you pronounce it, whatever. He's going to be awesome. And I just hate that we have to play against him and he's going to be, you know, destroying the Red Sox every year for the next, you know, however many years. So um, that obviously unfortunate, but I, I, you know, I, I didn't like the glass. I love the Otani move for them. Wasn't thrilled about the glass. And I think they're, I, I just, I don't really see the goal, but you know, they're, they, they have the ability to throw money at things and you know, if it works out great, if it doesn't, I don't think it will, det- you know, detract too much from their team. They're going to be fine either way. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, let's talk about the kind of the second biggest signing of this kind of window so far. Juan Soto goes from the San Diego can't finish off a game in the ninth inning to the New York. We like to just hit home runs. Um, the Bronx Bombers <laughs> aptly named, by the way, really aptly named for the past few years. Uh, and obviously, you know, Yankees Twitter was, you know, this was the greatest day in Yankees Twitter since Aaron Judge was re-signed the year before. So I guess really not that long. Uh, Juan Soto, I mean, obviously you're the Yankees fan. Just take it away. Tell us what you think. Uh, you know, just tell us everything. I mean, me personally obviously couldn't be happier. I am a little skeptical of if he's a rental or not. I think they're erring on the side of that. But, I mean, you plug him into the lineup and you see what they've done with the Verdugo trade. Um, yeah. They're developing lineup. They're getting more lefties in there. I think they're they're really obviously they're very disappointed last year. Um, incredible, incredible failure. Like obviously dealt with injuries and everything. Yeah. But they're they're really looking to make a make a big comeback, and they're trying to be loud with it. And now getting Juan Soto was a huge part of it. I mean, you saw the trade. It was four or five. Who was it? Five players. It was. Yeah, it was a lot. You guys definitely gave up. So that's why I think you guys have almost have to resign him because you're giving up so much for one year. I mean, unless it goes, you know, really, really poorly, I think you guys are going to resign him, Um, which, you know, hopefully is a good thing. You know, I, I think here's the thing about the Yankees is, you know, and you said this, by the way, so I'm going to give you credit. Bef- you know, not this past season, not the 2022 season. You said it, you know, f- you know, as many times, like four or five times, you said basically like this team is being carried by Aaron Judge. Had Aaron Judge not had the season he had, you know, 
having 63 home runs or whatever it was, you know, the Yankees would have missed the playoffs by a mile. And that's exactly what happened this year. You saw what happened when Aaron Judge, you know, and by the way, he stubbed his toe. I mean, you can't play through that, really. I mean, I yeah. he broke his toe, Mike. He broke his toe. I mean, seriously, like, what does baseball come to? Runs in, runs into a wall and falls down. I mean, it even had padding on. I mean, I watched. Oh, there was concrete. Okay. Anyways, anyways, I get it. Aaron Judge, pride of New York, captain of the team, whatever. Uh, you know, and we watched what happened with the Yankees this year, and they just they they completely folded, right? Um, you know, and and they've made a lot of move for pitching. Uh, Carlos Rodon looks like a complete bust. Uh, obviously Nestor Cortez, you know, I, I think the magical mustache had enough magic for one season in it. Um, and then obviously you guys have a couple, uh, you know, you guys had that guy who shall not be named who had a perfect game and everyone on Twitter was saying, and everyone across the world was saying, really, we're going to give this guy a perfect game. I mean, of all the pitchers in the MLB, like it could have been almost every other pitcher. And we had to give it to a guy who then got placed on like administrative leave i don't know a week later so that was pretty disappointing for all baseball fans including yankees fans but i think this does improve their team i you know i've always said it with the yankees if they just put the ball in play more they would be so much better off because the problem with their team is they have a couple guys who can hit home runs and then they have everyone else who they tell okay your job is they don't and it's like that doesn't really work alex verdugo actually i think is a really good signing because as someone who's watched him play for the Red Sox, he is just a consistent, he's going to hit 280, 275, 280, 290 every single year. He's going to put the ball in play. He's going to be, you know, he's going to hit a couple home runs. He's going to be a really good defender. I mean, he is the perfect player that they need, a great role player for the team. Someone who's not going to go out there and, you know, amaze you, but he's going to be really, really consistent. And then Glaber Torres, who... Super underrated with the way he played last year. He was really good. Um, and and I think the question is really, like, can guys like DJ LeMayhew and Anthony Rizzo, who I get he's more of a home run guy and just kind of a bad at this point, but can there just be a couple more guys in this Yankees lineup to really find it? Because I think that's really what's separating the Yankees from being, like, a good hitting team to being one of the best in the league. And if Juan Soto can just, like, play like how we, we think he should play, if they can just get more guys on base, I mean, you guys are going to be scoring so many more runs because you got guys who can drive them in. And again, we're, you know, obviously barring any injuries, we're not going to assume that. Um, and there, you guys are going to need it. You guys are going to need to score more runs because, you know, your pen is a little bit thinner, you know, because of the Juan Soto trade. I mean, you guys have some good guys, obviously, but you gave away a couple guys who, I, you know, I think are pretty good and have been pretty good in the pen. So... There's going to need to be, you know, some offensive scoring production from the Yankees this year. And let me ask you, what do you expect from the Yankees this year? I mean, do you think that this trade is going to really change the team? Or do you think it's going to just give them the boost that they need to kind of at least compete for a title? You know, I, I think they go out and win the AOEs this year. I really do. Um, I think just the depth in their lineup that they added just by, just by only speaking um, – 
Alex Verdugo and Juan Soto. I mean, you mm-hmm. add those lefty bats and you will see it will make a difference. Yeah. I think Anthony Volpe takes strides in his development this year. I think he's a better hitter. Obviously won the gold glove this past year. Somehow, uh, he, he won the gold glove in name only. I mean, I... There's there's some skepticism about it, but it's called it's good. called you gotta give a Yankee shortstop the gold. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I don't mean to be like a, I I think Volpe's a fun kid, but there are you know fifteen other what fourteen other shortstops in the AL. I don't know, man. I mean, that's all I'm gonna I, say. Know, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you there, but <laughs> I, you know you watch him day in day out. He showed up. He played well. Um. But yeah, I mean, look, you pointed to the Yankees bullpen. Uh, Wandy Peralta right now, who was nails for them, I think is still available. I really like him. You guys got to get yeah. him back. If you, so I, I mean, think that's, that's got to be a priority for sure. Um, obviously, we lose Michael King, probably our best bullpen arm. Yeah. Um, last season, and honestly, in previous seasons. But you know, you gotta make, you gotta kind of give up those guys in order to get a guy. Yeah, like you know, to be fair, bullpen is very year to year. I mean, you guys could pick up a couple mm-hmm. guys who then you know look like you know the next coming of you know Mariano Rivera in the past. Yeah. I mean, any anything can happen. That's, so. that's one thing that the Yankees have been consistent with over the last whatever it's been seven years that they've kind of made. Yeah, you guys have always kind of had a good pen, so I'm not I'm not really concerned about that. I mean. And- I mean, in terms of the rotation, I mean, obviously, you know, we got Cole. Finally um, got his his Cy Young, by the way, yeah. after and years. He's going to give. He's going to give us. He's going to give us a potential Cy Young season. He's always going to finish top five. I, I, I listen, except for when he plays in Fenway for whatever reason. He's he's a great <laughs> pitcher. I every time he comes to Fenway, I think they should just Boone should just like. X out any starts in Fenway. Just like take a couple just, of days he off. Can't, he can't succeed there. He just, just it's not his park. It's not his park. It just isn't. Too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> the, fans, the fans get to him and he just folds. He does he does a little bit, and which is weird because you know he's a pirates guy, so obviously like I'm I I can't hate on Garrett Cole too much. But you guys have him. You know, I don't think Rondon I – I actually think he's going to have a better season than he did last year, which maybe isn't saying that much because he was horrible last year. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of those back-end guys. Like, if you guys – you guys need to find, like, a fourth and a fifth guy. I think that's kind of what you're looking at. I just don't know who that's yeah. going to be right now because – Michael, I think it's going to be Yamamoto. I'm very optimistic. Yamamoto is not the fifth guy. He's like the he's like the one 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 B. I mean, one, thing, one thing you might you, you do have to pay attention to this a little bit because it's it, it it's part it's uh, piques my interest to see how they handle the situation with Frankie Bontas if they really give him a chance to kind of prove himself again and like make a comeback. So that's going to be yeah, and and you know Nestor Cortez. I mean, you you hope he can be slotted in as like the fourth or fifth guy. I mean, he's yeah. he's not going to have a twenty twenty two campaign, but you hope it's somewhere in between twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. I mean, right. That's that's what you're aiming for. But you mentioned Yamamoto. Let's talk about him. Uh, okay. So in 2022, before the 2022 season, I said I said to everybody I knew, I said, listen, let's go get Yoshida. Let's go get Senga. That way our pitch for Otani in 2023 is like, listen, we're the home. We're going to get Yamamoto. We got like, we're going to, we're, we're the home for Japanese players in the MLB. And then of course we got Yoshida. Great. 
And then Senga goes out and he goes signs with the Mets and he's like unbelievable with the match. And everyone's like, oh my God, you know, you know, we didn't know what these Japanese players were going to be like. And I, and I said, I'm like, I told you like 400,000 times, like they're going to be just as good in the MLB. And by the way, these Japanese pitchers, they don't pitch like a hundred pitches a game. They pitch like one, they just pitch until like the game is over. That's what they do. Yeah. Which is, I, I view and I'm like, you don't think they're going to be ready for an MLB season? They're going to be, they're going to be like cakewalking through it. Um, so I think Yamamoto, I mean, people are saying, oh, you know, I wouldn't overpay. I'm like, overpay? Give this guy 350 and I wouldn't bat an eye. I mean, he is that good. He, I think he, he is the stuff. He is who we thought Dice K would be, you know, that that's my view, right? Dice K and his quote unquote gyro ball. Okay. Yamamoto is who we all thought Dice K would be. Yeah. He's like unbelievable. He's won the uh, Japanese league Cy Young. Like he's all, all the picture with all these, you know, awards and stuff. He's going to be unbelievable. And whichever team lands him, and I guarantee you at the end of next season, everyone's going to be saying, well, we should have, how did we not know Yamamoto would be better? I mean, we didn't want to overpay. And, you know, you're, everyone, you know, all the idiots on Twitter and everywhere and, you know, on MLB tonight or, you know, whatever, are going to be saying that. So my opinion is go out there. Pay for pay for the premium, you know. Do what you do with they did with Otani. You can say we'll give him five hundred million dollars. We'll defer four eighty until his. Con- I mean, seriously, like it's all money at this point. None of it matters. Now, obviously, you think Yamamoto's going to the Yankees? It's very possible. He's had a couple meetings with you guys, and I'm a little I'm I'm a little nervous. I got to be honest, because listen, I, I would love Yamamoto to come to the Red Sox. The worst thing is if he goes to the team that I have to hate the most, all right? Because I, at least if he doesn't go to the Red Sox and go somewhere else, I can at least root for him. If he goes to the Yankees, that's like a tough ask because I think I got to root against yeah. – I got I to say, oh, my God, he's so good, and then I have to root against him. So yeah. what what strikes you as special about Yamamoto? Um, I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now. Highest ERA in his last four seasons, a 168. <laughs> Um, I mean, look, we saw we saw glimpses of him in the World Baseball Classic. I mean, he throws a hundred. He's got a nasty splitter, nasty curveball. I mean, he's just got he's just got everything you're looking for. And you know, honestly, to be your ace in the in his first year in the MLB yeah. with the Yankees, that wouldn't be the case, of course. And that's why I'm ruling out the Dodgers for him. Is I don't think he wants to be that second guy, especially living in Otani's shadow a little bit as like the Japanese pitcher on the team. Like that's why I'm ruling the Dodgers out. Um, I think it's down to the Mets, the Yanks. And I mean, you can see you sprinkle, obviously you sprinkle in the Red Sox there. I think the Giants are in the hunt. Nah, I think Yoshida said he didn't want, or was that Otani who said he didn't want to go to the Giants because like, <laughs> like San Francisco is like a bad place to live. Exactly. No, <laughs> I mean, excuse my language, but oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, but, when they're when, there, he's he's got every tool you're looking for. So yeah. wherever he ends up, he will succeed. Yeah, I mean, agree. And 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 you know what? I don't think I think he could go to the Giants because obviously they signed Lee Jung Ho. Who, by the way, I, I feel like the press on him is not as much as it should be. I feel like he's going to be unbelievable for the Giants next year. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't even know who he was. I, I was very. Confused. I know there was so I much talk not involved as much as I should be, but right. I mean, to be fair, there was so much talk about Otani and Soto and yeah. I mean, there was just there's only yeah. so much room for the other players. I was I was riding my high horse the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's talk about 
one team who surprised, I think, everyone in the MLB. The Kansas City Royals are spending actual money on actual players. And they recently outbid the Red Sox for Seth Lugo. Now, like, I'm not a big Seth Lugo fan, and I don't think the Red Sox should have given them money. But the fact that the Royals are the ones who actually paid him the money, I think, is shocking. Uh, they still need to fill some pieces. Maybe Zach Greinke will come back and play second base and finally live out his dream as being a position player instead of, you know, a boring old pitcher who gets to play once every five days. Uh, you know, it's exciting to see the Royals actually spend some money. I think that they've okay. got a little, they've got a nice team. Um, They're building, you know. Yeah. They got Bobby Witt, who's playing phenomenal for them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, look, I very underrated. I think Hunter Renfro has still got a lot in the tank. He's always got a lot in the tank. I mean, he. I think he's a great player. Yeah. He's going to be good for them. They went out and got in, got him. So, I mean, you know, they got, who do they got? They got Salvador Perez. They got Bobby Witt. Um, they got Pascatino, too. Pascatino, they have, yeah. yep. yep. Uh, Prato, I think, is one of their young guys who's uh, been solid or who had a decent year for them last year as a rookie. Um, they're they're building, man. They're going to they're gonna get back to, to a playoff team. Not in, in a few years. I mean, yeah. they are extremely underrated. And they also happen to play in – by the way, the worst division in baseball every single year. I mean, it's the Central is a joke every single year. And it's a call, always competition between is the NL Central or the AL Central worse? Mm-hmm. Personally, I vote the AL Central because, I mean, you got the White Sox. And the White Sox are the worst organization in the MLB. Yes. Um, obviously, Terry Francona is gone, so the Guardians are going to stink. Uh, the Tigers are just – they're just bad. And also, who can root for A.J. Hinch? I mean, he's just – no one likes no, him. No, no, no one no. likes him. And especially you. I know you really don't like him. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the Twins who finally won a playoff game for the first time in like a billion years. So, you know, who knows? I mean, it's always a, it's always a crapshoot in the Central. And, you know, for a team that lost 106 games last year, I mean, they could easily win 70 this year and, and yeah. come in second. So – who knows what's going to happen? There's still a lot of free agents left. Though. I mean, Montgomery and Snell are kind of the big names. I really not a big Snell guy. I know he won the Cy Young. You're saying, I mean, listen, why would you not want him? He can only pitch five innings a game. I mean, yeah. you put him out in the sixth, oh, you're losing. Like, it's just, it's that simple. So for me, unless I have a great bullpen that's really deep, you know, I don't really want Blake Snell pitching for me because come playoff time, I mean, I can't have a guy who's, you know, abusing the bullpen like that. Now, Montgomery's a very good pitcher. And obviously, he's not coming back to the Yankees because for whatever reason, you guys decided that, oh, Harrison Bader, let's get him instead of, you know, Jordan Montgomery. I still do not get that trade to this day. Um, It was not not the best one. No, because Harrison Bader's not even on the team anymore. Um, But I don't think Montgomery's a Red Sox. I would hate him to be on the Red Sox. I just think... He does not fit Fenway Park. I think he would get smushed completely. Because he's he's a contact pitcher. And like you hit the ball a little bit in Fenway and it's like a home run. So I feel like he's just not a good fit for Fenway. I'm excited about the new GM though. Hopefully we can, you know, spend a little bit of money. If Jonathan Henry dares to increase ticket prices and signs nobody besides like I don't even know who we've signed like a couple smaller guys, um, but I don't even remember. So if he does that, you know, I guess I'll just be sticking to student nines and and living my life that way. Um, 
with with, with the plebs who also are taking the student nines for a ride. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously the Yankees are a great team. The AL Beast once again is going to make the Red Sox look very, very bad the entire season. And you know, with the Orioles actually being competitive, and you know, the Rays are going to win ninety plus games. Uh, you know, Toronto, I thought Toronto was going to burn Henry. I, th- I thought it w- they were going to riot uh, after they didn't get Otani because everyone was telling you, know, he- Heyman, you know, w- the worst MLB insider tweeted out, you know, Otani's yeah. on the plane to Toronto and then he wasn't, um, you know, He's killing the fans. you know, I mean, he did the same thing with the judge to the Giants. So, I mean, he really yeah. needs to, you know, he's one of those people who just talks out of his ass as soon as he hears something. It's like, oh my God, I got a tweet. Uh, instead of, you know, verifying information like, you know, pass and does. And why we love Jeff. Um, it's going to be a fun MOV season. I'm excited to see where Yamamoto goes. So there's so many opportunities. Uh, obviously, I was excited to see the Rangers win the World Series. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're getting back to when, you know, everyone's being called back to spring training and pitchers are reporting. So we're getting closer. Got a little bit of ways to go. But... You know, there's some big names. I mean, Bellinger's still out there, and obviously there's Craig a lot, Council. There's a lot of big names still out there. Yeah, I mean, Craig Council, you know, out, actually will be allowed to, you know, win a playoff game this year. So, thank God for that. Uh, I'm, by the way, I love David Ross, but that's what you get for trash talking the Pirates, man. I mean, you missed the playoffs because you said, "Well, we got to play the Pirates." Well, you know, guess what happened? You know, Brian Reynolds went ham. So, hopefully. Hopefully McCutcheon comes back and you know breaks the breaks his home run record or does whatever he needs to do with the Pirates. I think he will because let's be honest here, getting Andrew McCutcheon in the stadium is going to bring in fans. And if there's one there's one thing you know about Pittsburgh, man, it's all about making money. All right, it's not about it's not about putting a good team out there. It's about making money. So we'll see what happens, but. The Yankees, I think this is their last – I think Aaron Boone, I think he's got to make something happen this year. If he doesn't, like, reach the championship series, I think he could be on his way out. Because seriously, like, it's almost enough is enough at this point, I think, Henry. I mean, I don't know if he – I think – and I even think Cashman's even more on the hot seat. I'm not going to – I mean – Yeah. Or, uh, no, Cashman might get bailed out a little bit this year because he's he's been making moves this offseason. Um. But look, there's there's still so much to be done with this Yankees team. I mean, there's a there is, we are, we have Josh just Hader, like, exactly we have, we have a long way to go. But hey, free agency is not done yet, so we'll see what moves the Yankees can make in the meantime. But Henry, obviously, thanks for coming on today. He'll be back if you know if and when Yama, if Yamamoto signs with the Yankees. I mean, I will get a call in five minutes saying we need to record, <laughs> um, and it would just, I'll just let him talk for thirty minutes. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. It was it was a pleasure once again, and uh, we'll be back in a few months for spring training. All right, talk to you all then. Looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one deep left field. That goes Upton back near the wall. It's out of here. Bartolo has done it. The impossible has happened.